bandwidth for the Weird Things podcast provided by Wired Tree. For sites of any size and world-class customer service, head on over to wiredtree.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the After Things Podcast. I'm Bryce Castillo, joined with Justin Robert Young. Hello! And Brian Brushwood. Hey, man. Um, so, <laughs> given what we're going to talk about, I would I would love to know how many things I've heard right from the cultural gestalt. I guess I'll, I, I should... I so, well, number, number, number one, number one, uh, uh, please be aware that uh, uh, very appropriate for the film we are going to discuss in spoilers, this will be the forward version we will almost assuredly have an inverted version of this uh when andrew gets back uh, yeah. uh because i know he has a lot of thoughts about this um but, uh, and 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 maybe i'll feel differently maybe i'll watch it again and i'll and i'll and i'll learn and and, and grow with it but this is about tenant the new uh the new uh christopher uh, nolan christopher nolan yeah which can we start with this idea now bryce having yes. seen it but both justin and i have seen it brian has not seen brian it. is not um is it very puzzling that Warner Brothers steadfastly believed that this movie was going to be the popcorn, like, gotta know. see it in the theaters movie of the century? Uh, you know, I, um, but that was my exact feeling watching, walking away from this was like, that this was going to save cinemas? This was, this was it. We well, were going to go I, out. In, and- in their defense, I think, I think their going forward with the theatrical release was more a rough estimation of uh, as to uh, that was them playing the ar- arm pay- armchair epidemiologist and uh, on the one hand saying like yeah of course everything will be fine people will go back to theaters and on the other hand Christopher Nolan saying I literally hate any screen smaller than twenty feet wide. Uh, oh, is that a screen? Uh, let me punch it. That was my phone, sir. And you know what? Hey, guess what? It just ends up being timed out right where. Oh, you can now digitally watch Tenet the week before thanks before Christmas. Huh, who the fuck? And even then, Bryce, you made a point uh, on on weird things, maybe it was before, that Christopher Nolan films in general have this like very dad everything <laughs> kind of feels like Bond. Uh, most of the things take place in a world where all the characters only go to the sharper image. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, there's a lot They're of all big, speaking beautiful in, in terms and code. Michael Caine is there. <laughs> like, uh, it, it's, it's just this, it, it's its own gestalt, right. That feels very Christopher Nolan now that he's done enough movies, but at the same time, man, do you realize why he was perfect for Batman? Because you don't need to know why these characters are kind of standing around because he's Batman. He's Batman. Like you, he's doing you, Batman you, stuff. You, 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 you bring all this stuff before in a way that, and I don't know whether or not I'm going to learn so much more if I watch this movie again, but while the acting in Tenet, I think is great. It really redefined Robert Pattinson as an actor for me because I think he's fantastic in it. Uh, and I, I love uh, John David Washington, but like, Boy, do I not know shit about those characters. And do I not care about why or how they are going through this intensely cerebral adventure, action adventure story. Uh, uh, the, the hooks into this world are very subservient 
to a very complex and intricate uh, story. And, and it's, it, it is trying at times as they move through the stations of the cross here. And again, very intricate. I'm sure that if I go read that Wikipedia and if I go rewatch it, I'm going to be like, man, wow, that was a, a plug back in. And I do remember that shot, blah, blah, blah. But wow, is it hard when I don't really care Mm. What, who like what the skin in the game these characters have like so, i so am i am i yeah, right in in sitting on the outside of this uh what i hear is it's basically imagine two mementos playing at the same time one forward one backward and they intersect at some moment mm, more than that but but you, have, you have the general I mean, idea you have, so, you, yeah. you have you have the general idea like uh uh essentially our main character finds out that he is tasked with saving the world within the first 20 minutes, like 15 minutes. There's like one big action scene. And then he finds out that he's tasked with saving the world. And there is like a massive thing that, that is beyond anyone's comprehension. And that's his motivation for the rest of the movie. And aside from that, like he kind of likes two people he just met. I mean, he seems like a very nice guy. Even like they, at that initial uh, standoff or that initial sort of knowledge dump, uh, you know, the agent who's telling him is like, yeah, man, we don't we are not supposed to know the nature of this Cold War between our time and the future. Um, and that- I, I assume that's that's to forgive everyone at home. Don't worry that you don't understand any of this. You're not supposed to understand any of this. Not even our, us are allowed to break the seal yes. and understand yes. any of this. Yeah. Yes. And and it's it's I don't know. Part of me thinks like there is a lot of time spent trying to like unfold the you know this kind of inverted state that that uh, objects and people can be in Delaware. Um, <laughs> yeah. But but um, I wish that there was less of it because. There's so much like trying to make it make sense and trying to like, oh, but now and oh, but this and oh, but where it's like, just tell me that there are people in reverse and 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 just shave, you know, 20, 30 minutes off this film. Like I I, at some point like, okay so this is like a major secret, except for the fact that there are two warring armies at the end of this movie fighting each other, (laughs) half of them in forward, half of them in reverse. Uh, Okay, cool, James Bond. I, I I wish it didn't take itself as serious as it did is I guess what I, I think there's, I walk away with this. And there's also to me, the uh, main character's name protagonist. Yes. Uh, okay. His name protagonist. Right. Uh, and I'm, I'm cool with that. Uh, as, 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 as or he's, he is not Stevenson. named. He is, he, they, they don't, yes. in the subtitles, his name is protagonist. No, but, and people colloquially refer to him as a protagonist and it's a thing and it goes back and forth, blah, blah, blah. Like, the 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 larger point is that it really is painting it red that they didn't write a central story and let's compare this to or a character story and a character background the the obvious movie that you're going to compare tended to is inception and that to me is a better or at least more enjoyable movie mostly because leonardo dicaprio gets something to do like he, we know who this guy is. Yes, he is on a crazy mission. He has one yes, mission. Yeah. Yes, it involves all this crazy technology, but also he's a man who's grieving. 
He's a man who is probably throwing himself more into this than he should because of the, the personal situation he is. And then as the story unfolds, we find out, oh, okay, there is a question of whether or not he is indeed even in control of, of, of any of this, right? Is he so sunken into this situation where this has all subsumed him? I know that about him. I can hook myself into that story. And then the rest of the like, well, in a dream within a dream, does it go faster? Does it go slower? And blah, blah, blah. And how many levels are we in right now? How much slower should it go? I can dial my care about that up or down, depending on how much it affects my main character, the person that I'm following. And that's where I think for me, Tennant is like, no, like Christopher Nolan made Inception. He's like, this was good but I should strip out more of the humanity and, and let's pack more into the, 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 the very intricate universe that I'm building. Uh, that, that, that was one thing I dug about interstellar and I am a full on interstellar apologist because I mean, uh, it was good. I like uh, the movie. And what I, what I especially dug about it and you're right is it, it, at its core, it's a very, very simple story. Dad goes away on a business trip, sees his daughter later. The end, right? Right. Um, uh, very relatable. Uh, and the head in his own butt aspect of Nolan is the fact that he had groundbreaking new models of accurate black holes created in and and you know shaped in such a way that he could visually tell a, a rich and engage, engaging story. But it sounds to me that it was all of the accurately modeled black holes, and none of the dead goes on a business trip. There's, yes, yes. There is a lot of time spent on making the forward progression and the the uh, the backwards progression of time make sense in these big set pieces, right? The big shootout on the highway. You're like, why is this car a part of this? Why can't we see the driver? Why did we just like ignore it now that we're done? And then, oh yeah, hey, guess what? Guess who's in that car? Um, but I think there's I think there's so much in trying to like gotcha with hey we're gonna revisit the scene and now these characters are actually these characters and they're also doing these things at the same time and not like making those scenes great like i think I had i watched inception for the first time after watching this and yeah. like inception first off tenant has is very well executed the reverse stuff oh no, it's it's is, insane it is it is beautiful it is it is it is the most well-made movie i think i've ever seen but the act, a lot of the action stuff, like, is not, doesn't play well as action, or is not big. Like the 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 plane, there's the big, the big plane scene where it crashes into a hangar is so tepid. It like just like it scoots into the hangar almost like, and I, or or that highway scene, right? Talking about the 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 there's the car that is backwards in in the middle of it. Like, oh yeah, hey, uh. Uh, that scene just kind of happens so fast that like half of it you don't even see the first time. Literally, they don't show you like any of the case interacting with that car or the thing coming out of the case. Like literally, it's not like hey you missed it. It's hey we didn't even f freaking show freaking show you. <laughs> oh, self please. <laughs> uh, we we didn't even show you it, which which I think is very frustrating. You know, we we do we do scam scam nation scam school for for however many years, mm -hmm. and the thing I'm always very aware of is like. There's a difference between showing somebody something and they missed it or just not showing them anything at all, at which it like feels like uh, cheating, for lack of a better word. Like, sure. oh, you didn't see this. Ha ha. Because I didn't 
you didn't have the chance to, or we cut that time out. Right. Um, And that is, those things happen enough where I'm like, well, what is, what is the goal here to set up this very intricate back and forth story or to tell a great action movie? If this was just a great action movie, this could be a great action movie, but it, to be honest, I, it, it, I wanted it to be a Bond movie. Literally, that exact same movie, but instead of John David Washington, or John, keep John David keep Washington. He's great. He just says, He's the new Bond. Uh, he's like, oh, my name is Bond, James Bond. And the whole movie goes by, at least you have this idea of like, oh, okay, super badass gentleman spy, uh, uh, and he's interacting with powers that he may or may not be able to trust, blah, 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 blah. Like it, it, it is what, whatever it is, but at least you'd be able to have that sheen to it. Bryce, I think you hit on something that I was talking to Ashley about last night after we watched it. The difference between Inception and Tenant is that an action movie in, a, in, in dream worlds is something that I can comprehend and is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. The idea of people going backwards while technically insanely impressive, I don't know if it's that cool to watch. Like they have these like these fight scenes that are insane, and apparently you know there are uh, uh, there's choreography of of all these stunt people that were doing the 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 things backwards. They learned how to uh, uh, how to make fight. it look backwards. Yeah, how what, to make what, it look backwards in camera for that one like, person, not for both people, just for one, so that you just have for one them going in different time directions, and it's like. That's cool and all, but is I don't know. Like if I'm like if I were a kid, I would I, I would be out there on the playground being like I'm gonna flip backwards in a way that like like oh you tried to punch me but you're in a dream world so your fist crumbled well, and, or whatever. And, like, uh, like I I can't speak to whether or not one is cooler than the other as a concept, but I do know that I go to one of those locations every single night. Yep. And the other yeah. one, have a my brain is biologically wired to prevent me from really ever seeing. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and mm-hmm. go ahead. Uh, go ahead. There are th- the things that they layer on top of the inversion are very, very particular to this specific story. They make a whole point of saying once it, it, once he's about to be inverted himself of saying all right everything works backwards uh fire makes you very cold and you don't jump you unjump and hey guess what happens 10 minutes later he gets in a big explosion a and gets hypothermia oh Oh, yeah, no. sorry. <laughs> it's like, and if you paid for this movie, look for a check. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, no. Bryce, I, I think I caused you to spit. <laughs> There's a little. <laughs> oh, okay. Ugh, sorry about that. Um, um, and, and so, like, that, like, that doesn't even, that doesn't even make sense. Like, it, at this point, we're not even talking about, like, just, okay, this object is now moving temporarily backwards but now its relationship to all of physics is negated but uh, only some of physics right fire is now cold and and you undo gravity but gravity is not upside down and you you have to have an oxygen tank because your lungs won't take in oxygen from the air for some reason like like there's a lot of stuff where it's just like i think you just try to make it complicated and impressive and uh, or write yourself. Uh, I out. I can I uh, man I could totally see falling into a if then if then if then and finding yourself in a in a tight spot because I remember mm-hmm. must have been six or seven years I was thinking about like what if 
uh, there was like a, for lack of a better word, a time quake on planet Earth. And all of a sudden time moved at different speeds or relative speeds. And um, which would be the more valuable places versus uh, less valuable places. For example, if you're a celebrity where your youth is what's valuable, then you would go to a place where time moves very slowly compared to everywhere else so that you could stay young and you would just pop out every 10 years uh, to do a quick tour for the rest of the world and then maintain your youth. However, uh, a different area might suddenly become an important place to put all your top scientists so that you could develop technologies faster than other people because time relative would go faster for them or whatever. But uh, uh, talking about, and this is probably why, uh, uh, leading into why Andrew Vane loved all this, like the moment I even pitched this idea, Andrew Vane was like, uh, you're, uh, you're going to have to fix crops. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, not enough energy. And uh, if, if the sunlight is what fuels crops, you uh, suddenly don't have enough energy to, to grow crops. And it's like, okay, so then maybe all of a sudden uh, uh, we would need a location that's near the equator that's normally too hot to grow anything, but yeah. we get an autumnal whatever. Like like all of those, those fun sidesteps, uh, mm -hmm. I would imagine that this idea – became just too tempting to chase down every is, one of those little things. You are you are never more than 10 to 15 minutes away from somebody else explaining something else and either it's about this universe or about the the going backwards or it's something where you're like, "Oh, wow, that's kind of a weird thing that you just explained this crazy environmental thing." Oh, it's so you can set up another crazy thing that's going to happen when they come back through time. Like, uh, I mean, the, the one pet peeve I had about the movie, Brian interstellar. What was the thing that people bitched the most about? Um, there was a scene, a scene that people complained about a lot. Oh, uh, uh, uh oh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I was thinking of a different movie. You're talking about the astronaut in the bookcase. <laughs> No, 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 no. The, 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 uh, the, the sound design in the, the, the takeoff scene, right. Where they're having the conversation, but you couldn't hear it oh, because the sound I, I, mix I, was so loud. I vaguely remember that. I thought they okay. fixed it in some, I think some theaters had that problem. Others mm -hmm. did not. This no, no, movie this has was that a, problem. no, no, Nolan. He intentionally like, does that. Defended it. No, he does. And so again, in this fucking movie, there's a big scene <laughs> where all of our no, and it's weird too because it's like in this again James Bondy spy kind of way where there's an evil guy and a and a gray character and our hero and the hero has to just kind of play along with things and so the villain's like, let's go sailing, and he's like, cool, and let's you almost it. just and you almost just <laughs> feel that like and now they're sailing on these like gigantic like crazy sailboats and it's like. They're literally, no one's literally just doing this so he can have them have an important conversation when the most amount of noise is happening. Wind noise, water noise. And they're like, on like, little headsets, so there's like technological. So <laughs> and they're having like a massive important conversation moving the plot forward. And it's like Nolan just has this boner for like, did I hear that? Did I really hear that? Like, like that's like another way that I mean, he, he does, can like, enhance like, the mystery. Uh, uh, unfortunately, the side effect of that is those moments of frustration are why years ago I gave up. Um, as far as I know, the latest hearing test I have, I have fine hearing. But um, 
the not being sureness of like, am I supposed to know? Was that English? And then, you know, five minutes later, I find out it's a character's name or something like I hate all of that ambiguity. Uh, And so it's like, I watch everything with closed captioning on. And my guess is that's probably not how uh, Christopher Nolan would prefer. I enjoy this movie, but it's exactly how I will. And you will, and you should, because it was one of those things where like, we literally, my mom got Ashley and I for Christmas, a new, sound bar system Ooh, right nice so i hooked it up yesterday and that was part of the reason why i wanted to watch tenant because a i, I knew i assumed andrew was going to be on and we could talk about it but also like i'm like oh look the new sound bar we'll get a, a movie that obviously is going to have exquisite sound put it on and then as soon as they got on the boat and they're like like hey like time people go forward and not back and he's like i don't know i might kill my wife and it's like like what the <laughs> f- why why <laughs> i'm like great i have now i have five points of uh of, of of directional audio of not being able to hear what the hell these people are saying um i i think the the the, the big i don't know the 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 and like can we talk about the end of the movie where they decide where where it it, it you realize, okay, we are fighting for a literal MacGuffin, and all of these hundreds of soldiers on both sides are, you know, fighting in this paintball arena um, to get literally... Which, which by the way, I, I will say this. Some of the coolest shit I've ever seen on film. Like, there is there is a scene that I don't even want to... Like, everything else we can spoil here, because it's mostly incomprehensible gobbledygook until you see it. But there are visuals in that scene that are like insane that are that are just just great like uh, that that's where nolan flops his whole dong out there and is like no this is why i made an overcomplicated action movie about things going forward and backward like there's really cool stuff yeah but holy crap like i i'm i'm with you like, like what you, you what end up with here? three guys in the desert holding a crankshaft and then they decide they're not going to destroy it the thing that they that all of these people died for the most secret agency in the world had he to get this weird unknown crankshaft that will destroy the world and they don't destroy it why what like it it, it <sighs> If so wait, we're going to set saying, up tenet saying, two, you got to this point and you're like, guys, why aren't you spinning your gears? And then they look right down the camera and say, we have been the whole time. Brian, I don't know whether or not you're going to love the movie or hate the movie when you hear <laughs> what the MacGuffin's called. Oh, uh, okay, cool. I, I look forward to it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because the MacGuffin never goes outside of MacGuffin status. It's literally... Here's the thing. They're going to use the thing to end the world, we think. So we need to destroy it. And then they don't. And then they don't. And, and also, we never see them. Like, right. we, see, we see their henchmen. We see the guy see, who is working their for toady, the bad Yeah, guys. we see their, yeah, their, their, their quizzling that is uh, amongst the present. Uh, the motivation for why they're doing it, I feel like. All of the motivation is bad. You spent... Uh, spoiler alert why does the future want to kill the past global warming it's like it's like you spent all this time and effort on all this other mythology you couldn't come up with anything else well you couldn't uh, okay uh let, let let me uh uh your honor uh public defender i just got here right. um uh I, i'm sorry i'm just now getting details on the case <laughs> um i do remember 
it was um uh, and we've it talked was about Exxon this Valdez. There the low budget movie by Kurt Wimmer, uh, Equilibrium. The opening scene it's it's it takes place in a dystopia where nobody's allowed to feel emotions because that leads to bad things and war and so on. But um, the opening scene is they kick in the door and the bad guys find sense offenders, people who have stopped taking their feel nothing drugs. And they discover all of this art or whatever, and then and they they they're like, okay, now burn it, and they burn all the art. Uh, it happens to be the Mona Lisa. And when I listen to uh, the director's commentary track, he says, "I know what you're thinking, the Mona freaking Lisa." Here's the problem: we tested everything. Starry Night, we tested this. He rattles off like seven different famous paintings, and he said, nobody could recognize any of them. We had we had to. It was literally the only way to get the point across in the first 10 seconds of the movie. Sorry. Yeah. And, uh, and global and, warming sounds to me like the Mona Lisa of disasters. And, and I can Ooh, understand put that on my, <laughs> put that sound point on, on my, on my tombstone. And, uh, you know, it's been, uh, 48 plus hours since I've seen this movie. So maybe I, I might be remembering the sequence wrong, but we'll see it again it, in 48 point something. <laughs> but it, it could, it could just be like, if the whole point is that, Nobody really knows why they're doing it, and they only know that they are putting this thing together to try to end the world. Maybe that's just the best guess that you have is like, well, we know global warming is bad, and we know we're probably not going to do anything about it. It's it's just... I, I can appreciate Tenet as an achievement, but what I loved, 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 loved about Inception was it took a very complicated idea, right? Okay, you can get into somebody's dreams and, oh, like uh, uh, baked into the initial premise, you can get into somebody's dreams. There are dream thieves that go in and get stuff out. And so now that's all it like just baked into the idea of walking in the theater. We're not even gonna spend a ton of time talking about that. Uh, now they're gonna go on the greatest heist of all time and that's leaving something there instead of taking something. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's where we start. But then it made a really fun kind of popcorn movie out of it. And, and it had a big honking movie star in, in uh, Leo DiCaprio. It had a sexy troubled backstory with, with uh, Marion uh, Cotillard. It had Tom Hardy as this like comic relief character who was like, they had a whole like team of like the wacky heist guys. And then you go with that. Like I, I now felt I had a little oceans 11 team that obviously is in a more troubled movie. And now we go on this adventure. So it's like the fact that he was able to put together, not something very complex and very fun was the achievement. And this is very complex. I just don't think it's very fun. Because if if at some point you lose the thread on Inception, you still know, okay, there are, there are layers of dreams and people just got to do the thing that they're doing right now and you believe it. And with 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 Tenet, it's a lot of like, why are we... What, like, if you, if, it feels like if you can't really understand the mechanics at play, everything just feels... It just feels like nonsense. 
And and that's uh, yeah. You guys haven't used the terminology, but everybody rolls their eyes eyes when I keep bringing it up. It's like when a movie or a TV show becomes made of rubber. Man, do I check out when when there's no consequences to anything, uh, and 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 I don't understand the stakes or feel them. Uh, I, I I think I think that you are going to the challenge that I had was that you you're like okay like scene 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 scene. I'm like well what are we. Do I like? I don't. Is it? Did his dad die? Like, uh, is he? Does he need to make the rent and pay for his daughter? Does his daughter think he's dead? Because spoiler alert for the opening scene in the movie, that there's questions about exactly how, you know, uh, how much the world believes he's alive. Like, is he gonna have humanity or is he just gonna be Commando Man? And he's just kind of Commando Man the entire movie. And like, what you find out, Brian, is that seventy five percent into the movie, you're like. Oh no, about 30 minutes ago, we passed this meridian line where now we're going to live the first half backwards. of the movie again. And you're like, oh, all these things were kind of bland, maybe intentionally, because they needed to put they, these they, clues in. They couldn't in. tip too much too fast. Yeah, he can't like go I, look at his, 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 daughter in the first five minutes and then slam the laptop closed and be like fuck it i don't have a daughter anymore <laughs> like uh, you know i i think that it it is a movie in service to itself which in and of it, it, it as as a a project is like kind of really amazing it it's it's remarkable that they let him make this movie and and spend the amount of money that they spend on it because it is a very it's a big honking movie mm -hmm. but uh, uh, yeah, th there's just not quite, there's like none of those lines of like, you know, Inception, me and Andrew said to each other forever since we saw that movie, like, you know, Tom Hardy's like, 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 oh, you mustn't be afraid to dream a bit bigger, darling, and has the fucking grenade launcher or whatever. Like, that's like cool shit. That's cool shit. That's a fun human moment where uh, a character makes a joke to another character. I don't know if there are jokes in Tenet. And if they if they are, they might be ones that you could only appreciate if you well, hear it Well, when you backwards. watch it backwards, you'll see that there's five punchlines that are delivered before the joke. <laughs> yeah. Dog up what? <laughs> uh, okay. Any any other last thoughts or, or questions on Tenet? Uh, I feel like I, we've... I, I, uh, you know what? Congratulations, gentlemen. You've sold me. <laughs> you got the Tenet account, and I'm going to be giving it my full attention immediately. My recommendation yeah. is, I mean, the, uh, when I went to go buy this, I bought this on iTunes, and they were like, you know, this is coming to rental the first week of January if you maybe want to wait to pay like half as much and just rent it. Um, so I think if 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 some people are on the fence, maybe it's coming I mean, to rental look, soon. Here, here's here's what I would say, and I would encourage people to watch it. This is a movie that is built to talk about with your other movie loving friends. All your movie loving friends should see it. It is it is a a great 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 conversation piece because it is not in any conventional way bad. It is a movie that for which you are going to be able to judge it on its choices, and it makes its choices very confidently. Mm -hmm. Um. Alrighty. Well, that'll do it for after things. Thank you. Oh, I didn't realize he was the only credited writer. This thing makes so much more sense if he was the only fucking credited writer and nobody <laughs> else saw this script. 
Oh, man. Uh, well, that'll do it for After Things this week. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I hope you guys have a good holiday. As for Brian and Justin, Evan, Bryce, it's been After. The Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>